Welcome to Small Bites, the weekly equity podcast for busy people, where you'll get five educational strategies in five minutes at 5 a.m. to help you become a more culturally literate, responsive, and culturally responsible educator. Join me also on Friday nights on YouTube or throughout the week at Hedrick or at Hedrick Nichols on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. See you Mondays at 5 a.m. Hedrick Nichols is a proud member of the Teach Better Podcast Network. I'd like to thank you for coming back every week. For those of you who come back and listen, thank you for listening and learning and doing the work. Please be sure to like, subscribe, and hit that bell button so you'll get a notification and make sure you come back every Friday. So last week, we talked a little bit about civil discourse and civil disagreement in classrooms. As you know, since November, uh, first there was the election. Then there was the difficulty in ascertaining a winner about the election. Then there were the false reports about who the winner was about the election. Then there was uh, the certification of the election in December. Then there was the election certification and the Capitol riots on January 6th. And then there was the possibility, oh my God, we've got to have lots and lots of police presence because something might happen for uh, the inauguration. So we have been in kind of a state of trauma since the uh, the the election, November 4th. And that is difficult because that means that if you live, if your kids live in a household where there's a lot of uh, the news is, news is going all the time or their podcasts going all the time, then they are subject to this kind of trauma. They're hearing it over and over again and things become polarized. Your kids may vehemently agree with you. Oh my God, this they stole the election and now we've got, they may vehemently disagree with you. Oh my God, they stole the election and now look, it, it, it means that we have things living in our classroom that are political. What's not political is respect, it's not political, civics, citizenship, the tenets of citizenship, empathy, respect, uh, taking care of one another, being a part of community and learning how to respectfully agree and disagree. Those are things that are not political. And I'm hearing a lot of teachers wondering, how can I talk about these things with my students? How can I talk about these things with my parents? Teachers have asked me, what should I do? How can I how can I broach this with my kids? How can I do this and not lose my job? How can I do this and not get pushback from my admin? I've got this and I've also got podcasts on Anchor, Spotify, uh, Apple, all of those places where the last couple of months I really talk about that because what we're doing is we're abdicating a really important throne of responsibility and that is to teach civic responsibility. That's not political. It's not political to say, hey, I know that you're angry. A lot of people are angry. And I know that maybe you see things on TV. You might see newscasters or politicians or even your favorite singers saying mean things about people they don't agree with. That's not responsible. That's inappropriate. That's not what we do. That's not what we want to do. So it is okay for you to say, to teach behavior. And mostly I really want you to teach that just because someone you love says something mean doesn't mean it's okay. Just because someone you respect rips somebody a new one doesn't mean that that's okay. 
And I know it's kind of popular to pop off and talk trash talking and all that stuff is popular, but that's not, those things are not okay in a public arena or on social media. It's not okay to make someone else feel bad, whether or not you like them, whether or not you love them, whether or not you, you, you disagree with them. It's not okay to make someone feel bad. So let's say that empathy and respect should be the basis for every interaction. So um, when you're angry, how do you behave? How do you, watch a Sesame Street video with your, with your high schoolers and talk about feelings. It's okay to be angry. It's okay to, to disagree. It's not okay to call somebody stupid or, oh my God, how can they believe that that's ridiculous? It doesn't matter. That's, that's a judgment statement. So you want to teach your kids to be respectful and non-judgmental. And that is never political. Now, if you yourself are kind of in your feelings about what's happening, let's say this week it's the impeachment trial. If you're in your feelings, you might have a little bit of a difficulty doing that. So you have to get to a spot where you realize if you've been unkind or if you're in social media being unkind or even with your friends over a glass of wine being unkind, saying unkind things about people you don't believe, you don't agree with politically, then you're going to have a harder time being non-political and just teaching civics. So you want to look at, um, there's some really great things I just did in my cohort, a quizzes about bias in news media. Look at bias in news media and talk about how to be, uh, thank you very much. Teachers on Fire popped in. Teachers, there's a difference between being political and partisanship. All right. So you want to advocate for unification. You want to advocate for respectful discourse. You want to advocate for media literacy. And you want to teach your kids about all of those things. And you can you can use what's going on in politics, in our not even in politics, what's going on in our nation, because they should be able to look at what happens in our community and see, oh yeah, I saw that happen, but that wasn't okay. Or Oh, that was a good thing. When you when when Greta Thunberg comes out and talks about um, <clears throat> about what happens in our in, in, about climate action, we can support that. It's not political. It's climate action. Climate is not it's not political. So we want to make sure that we are teaching solid respect, solid empathy, solid respectful discourse, respectful disagreement with our students. And I pulled up some resources. I will go. This is not a real live, so I won't be on long, long, long. So let me go ahead and get to your five resources on laying a foundation of civil discourse. Um, if you got 20 to 30 minutes, I would like you to go to Hedrick.com and you, all of that stuff is already there. If you'd like to follow along, I've already published them. Explore the resources for teaching media literacy with nonpartisan civics, re, civics Renewal Network resources. See there, teachers on fire? I gotcha. Civics Renewal Network. Um, choose one to use already on Monday. Um, if you have 15 to 20 minutes, Research the critical thinking standards for your content in your state. Teaching civic responsibility, citizenship, and communication and critical thinking are connected to every content. Gosh, I'm so good. See, I didn't even have to say that. It was already written down. All right, if you've got 10 to 15 minutes, use this resource from Discovering Justice to help you teach principles of community and fairness to your K-5 students. If you have five to 10 minutes, 
If you have littles or even older kids with a sense of humor, because believe it or not, when I pull out my sibling pig and I use my voice like this, you know, kind of like my elbow voice, my, my, my seventh graders love it. So if you have five to 10 minutes, so you have littles or, or kids with older kids with a sense of humor, use Sesame Street videos like the ones at the in the like the ones on Hedrick.com to ease into topics like conflict, feelings, or social responsibility. Talk in general about what types of behaviors are not okay and how those behaviors are wrong, even if someone we respect is doing them. Finally, if you've got zero to five minutes, use 67 civics for yourself or with your upper grade level students. There's a quiz and a 67 pod, 60 second podcast. That's absolutely amazing. All right. I thank you for joining me. This has been a crazy week. So I thought I would pop on live and make sure I got part two exactly down like I wanted to. Again, please check out those content standards. Every grade level has civic standards. So when your teachers, when your when other teachers, when admin, when parents come, if you really have a heart for this, you can say, these are the standards we're talking, these are the standards we're using. These are the standards that are a part of this lesson. This is why I brought this in because we wanna grow up our, our next generation to not do some of the things we've seen recently. If you have, and this sounds hard guys, but if you have rioters 20, 20 years from now and you didn't teach that those things were wrong, then it's on us. It's happening on our watch. So make sure that we take our responsibility to teach civics, to teach our next generation to be responsible citizens. This has been Hedrick Nichols with Small Bites. Visit Hedrick.com for all of the resources that you've heard about here. See you next Monday morning at 5 a.m. or on YouTube at 7 p.m. Central on Friday nights. Small Bites is a proud member of the Teach Better Podcast Network. Better today, better tomorrow, and the podcast to get you there. Explore more at teachbetter.com slash podcast. See you on the next Small Bites.